With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's get uh, talking about the Dallium Awards, Smithy. Obviously, you've had plenty of experience at the Dallium Awards. Did you get a chance to watch it last night, mate? I caught the back end, Kempi. Yeah, I caught the back end of, of uh, the program. Uh, wonderful night, obviously. Um, the night of nights for rugby league players, both the men and the women. Um, and it was just, you know, from, from a, I guess, a, a personal point of view, um, it was great to see Nico Hines take out the medal. Uh, there's a lot being said about his season this year and how good he was travelling. Um, I think a little, probably a few people a little bit surprised by the margin, I think, that he that he won by in the end. But, <clears throat> you know, if you think back to the final month of football, you know, the Sharkies, they won those – I think they won all four games quite convincingly. Um, and he was he was a standout in all, all four. So that's where he picked up a lot of points towards the end. Uh, James Tedesco, again, just another stellar season. Um, a big reason why they were part of the finals after starting, you know, sort of quite slowly by by Rooster standards. Ben Hunt, of course, he was the he, he was was he his favourite. Well, he was the leader um, when when voting went behind closed doors. But uh, yeah, just a wonderful night, and congratulations to Nico Hines. And, yeah, we've got him on, so stay tuned. We've we've got the the Dalian Medal winner um, on the show a little bit later on, but. Fantastic, mate. Yeah, just fantastic for a young man to go take over, um, you know, the number seven jersey at the Cronulla Sharks, turn turn their club around and put them in finals contention. They they finished in the top top four, um, and it was mainly due to his season. What an incredible buy from the Sharkies. You know, there's it's one thing to come off the bench in a really good system at the Storm. And how many times have we, I guess, seen... Players at the Storm do really well. They go away, and they might still do okay, but they don't reach yeah. the same heights that they do at the Storm because mm. you know, you've know you got the best system in rugby league. So for Nico to go there in his first year, I think the Sharks' recruitment, uh, whoever took care of that or identified it or make sure the deal went through, that's a club-defining decision. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. And <clears throat> I think he showed <clears throat> I think he showed his quality um, – you know, when he was given opportunities at Melbourne, when when there was you know, several injuries to, you know, whether it be Pappenhausen or Munster um, or Jerome Hughes through that that two year period between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, where he, particularly twenty twenty one, where he played something like twenty four matches mm. in in that entire season. So, um, you know, he's just he was a young man, and he came out and he spoke public publicly about his ambition to, you know, take control of a team of his own rather than being sort of like a second or third string player that got called up when it was necessary. I think, you know, he, he, he said, like, I, I want to be the player that, that takes control of a footy side. I want to play in the halves, um, and I want to lead a team around the park. And he certainly did that extremely well this year. And what great news for the Sharkies going forward, because 
you know, you look over the last few years, you had, I guess, Townsend was basically their last strong seven that won the comp in 2016 was the last time. 16, yep. And, and really since then, um, I think Chad had a really good year, I think 2018. But they really haven't had – I'm trying to think back. When was the last time the Sharks had the guy in the NRL? You know, literally the Dally yeah. M, uh, he's a poster boy. You know, he's very marketable. He's also incredibly well-spoken and he's standing up for things like mental health. He's a proud yep. Indigenous man. I mean, it's the it's everything you could want out of a footy player. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's he's turned himself into a marquee player, hasn't he? Mm. And yeah, we, we we don't we don't really have information, and we don't really want to know about it. But his his uh, you know sort of deal with the Sharks, but they got to be thinking now we got to lock this guy in long term because it's not just about as you mentioned, Kempi. It's not just about his ability as a rugby league player. He he has so much more to offer outside of the football field to that organisation. Mm. And to rugby league too. I, I just, yeah, I'm such a fan of Nico and I'm just, I'm happy for the, the Sharkies and it's all coming together really well. I think that looking forward, you've got, what, a 26-year-old um, number seven. So the the really scary thing is he's, he's a couple of years away from his prime and on top of all of that, you know, he's going to get a few more years under his belt as the number seven. He's got Matt Moylan there who's probably got one or two years left. Braden Trindle comes in, who is a young, good, really good six. I'm excited for the Sharks. I'm really excited. Yeah. Well, it, there was talk, you know, about you know some um, you know cap issues with a lot of those outside backs coming off contract. But you know they've they've lost a couple um, this year. Um, Tolman retired. Uh, Fafida is moving on, but they, they they will be a force again next year. And particularly with a guy like Nico Hines, you know, you'd like to think that he's only going to get better again next year. Um, and and they'll be they'll be better for the experience of this finals campaign as well. They obviously didn't the results didn't go the way they wanted, um, you know, bundled out in straight sets. But they uh, they'll they'll learn from that. The younger players, you know, sort of experiencing their first or maybe second series uh, final series campaign, they'll they'll be better for it. And uh, you know, of course, with the coach as well, like he's only in the very early stages of his head coach career, mm. Craig Fitzgibbon. Um, they'll they'll sit back and review the season that was this year, and they'll look at things that they could be, be could be better at, you know, situations throughout the year that they that they could have handled better. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's it's only positive for the Sharkies moving forward. Now, going down this list, we've got James Tedesco on thirty three points. Now, here's a stat for you, Smithy. I know you're a stats man. I know you love a bit of stats. Um, look, I just made that up. I don't know if you do, but um, basically, at thirty three points. Yeah, James Tedesco would have won eight out of the last ten years, and this is via Rugby League Guru on Instagram. The great Rugby League Guru put it together. Eight of the last ten years, if he had scored thirty-three points, he would have won the Dally M. On top of all of that, one of the years he won it. So you, the last nine out of the ten years, Tedesco mm. would have won with that points tally. Incredible stuff from Teddy. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, and I mentioned that um, a little bit earlier. You know, to, to pick up thirty-three points. This year, um, you know, give them their slow start. I, I think, you know, once the season got going for them and they started to build a bit of momentum, he was fantastic. And I reckon for, for, for mine, I reckon when State of Origin started, that's when Teddy, he just went mental from there. Mm. Like he, his form through the uh, Origin series, even going back to Clubland and then post-Origin in, going into the finals was just incredible. Like he was everywhere for the Roosters. Like he he was playing not only fullback, but he was playing as a front row. He was playing as a half. 
he he just he was taking hit ups. He was taking one off carries. He was playing as a link man. Um, just yeah, fantastic, fantastic, and and still. What what it says about him is that you know he's been involved at this level now for such a long time, but yet he still finds himself in the top handful of players in our game. Mm. Like that, to me, that 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 speaks quality. That mm. speaks quality of of um, you know him as a, as a rugby league player to be able to back that form up year on year on year. It's just outstanding. And as you said, like that that points. It's a bit of a it's well, it's a funny one. You can look at it in a couple of ways, but um, you know. But to pick up 33 points and, and that tally, that total, could have won you a handful of Dally M's over the last decade. That's that's pretty impressive. Mm. And, yeah, and you're right. You could look at it both ways. You know, maybe the standard wasn't as yeah. – uh, the race wasn't as, as tight or, or whatever. I just think it's, um, you know, how many years is this guy going to continue to put up some yeah, of the best footy right. that we've seen? <laughs> it's just so impressive. Um, Benny Hunt, uh, look, it's funny because – in a normal year, 32 points, you'd be like, yeah, that's about right. And I think a lot of people, are, you know, I've, I've kind of read some comments and people saying, I'm really surprised that Ben Hunt didn't poll higher. But I think that's mm. just more due to the fact that Teddy and Hines polled so high. Yeah. And, and so it's it's almost a bit misleading in regards to Benny Hunt and how great he did play. Yeah, well, that's – I think it's – just you sort of look at it the same situation as Tedesco where, you know, 32 points, I'd, I'd suggest that would have won him a couple of Dally M's as well mm. over the, over the last decade, you know, that, that, that total of points, um, there's probably been some Dally M medal winners finish on 32 points over the last 10 years. So I, I think what, what may have hurt, um, Ben Hunt's chances and, and it's not, it wasn't particularly his performances because we all know of, you know, the, the effort that he put in this year. And whenever you watch the St. George Illawarra game, he was a miles above anyone else in the, in his own team, um, but they they didn't finish the year well. Mm. They had a lot of losses, um, and usually when when your team loses, he may have picked up you know sort of one point here and there in the final matches. Um, but yeah, that like I said, Nico Hines he he finished with a flourish, uh, a, a flurry. Sorry, they they won a lot of games late, and he was their best player on on the field, and he and he just he. He streaked away in the end. Just a quick shout-out to uh, Scotty Drinkwater and Dylan Edwards. What a great year from those two fellows. 23 points. And I think, you know, at the yeah. start of the year, Scotty Drinkwater, he didn't even start. You know, Tom Dearden got the jump at the sixth roll, and I know he prefers to play fullback. Uh, and it was uh, – sorry, Hamiso got the jump at the fullback roll. Yeah. And yeah. so for him to pull that all together in a team that came 15th last week, then you got Dylan Edwards as well. What a, what a mm. year for two, I guess – you wouldn't predict that they would be coming, you know, equal fourth. Yeah. No, and and they, you know, both both players have played outstanding. You know, obviously one's playing in a grand final this weekend. Has played a huge part in uh, as to why Penrith are playing in their third consecutive grand final. Um, and Scott Drinkwater, like you mentioned at the start, he wasn't in the team. He didn't play. He didn't play first grade until round five wow. this year. So he missed the first month. Wow. Um, so there's a month of points that he could have. Um, he could have picked up if, if he was playing, and if he was playing as well as he did in, in the remainder of that year. So you know he could have found he could have actually found himself on, oh you know close to thirty points, um, yeah. if if he had played the entire year. But uh, yeah, it's just it's an impressive list, isn't it? Um, mm. Yeah, and down below those boys, you got Mitch Moses twenty two, Daly Cherry Evans twenty one, Isaiah Yo twenty points. Just you know there was what is there two forwards in that in that top sort of. 
um, 10 players. It's Isaiah Yeo and Harry Grant. Harry Grant and Cam Munster finished equal on 19 points. Um, great effort by those two players. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good list. When you look at those players and, and you, think, you just think about, you know, the games that they played and you look back and you go, yep, that's, that's, that's where that top 10 needed to be. They, they've been mm. the most influential players for their teams um, and I think every well, there's only a couple like Daly Cherry Evans and Ben Hunt. They're the only two that didn't play in the finals. So um, every other player has been involved, and, and there's a few in there that are playing in the grand final this week. Now uh, we get some texts here, Smithy. Uh, uh, Christy from Kellyville. Uh, congratulations, Nico. Very well deserved award. You're breathing new life into my beloved Sharkies. Up, up, Cronulla. Uh, they'd be happy in the shy today. Oh, yeah, they would. Uh, give us a text 0457 736 736 or call us on 1300 01 1170. Ask us all your footy questions, predictions for grand finals. How do you think? You can ask Smithy, how do you think you get the job done? What would he do if he was in another grand final? Uh, we've got plenty to talk about. We're going to go through the Dally M team of the year. We've got Nico Hines on the phone soon, so stay tuned. It's not far away at all. Um, but after the break, we're going to sit down and go through the Dally M team of the year and I guess see who we were surprised at, who we thought that uh, was a bit unlucky not to make it. Uh, so again, 1300 01 1170, text 0457 736 736 and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Give us a call, 1300 01 1170. Ask me the all of your footy questions. Give us a text 0457 736 736. You can download the app, SEN uh, League on, or, well, sorry, SEN app on uh, Apple Play and the Google Play Store. You can also subscribe to The Captain's Run on Apple and Spotify. Listen to us anytime, anywhere. Now, let's get to the 2022 Dally M Team of the Year. You've got Teddy at fullback. Your wingers are Alex Johnson and Joseph Suali'i. You've got centres of Joey Manu and Valentine Holmes. Six, Cam Munster. Seven, Nico Hines. Props are Haas and Tarpane. Second row is a kick-out and Nanai. Lock is Isaiah Yo and co- coach is Toddy Payton. Now, Smithy, what did you think? Did they got most of it right or were you a bit surprised at any, any positions? No, I think they got most of those right. I, um, I did a Deli M team of my own last week on the captain's run mm. uh, with, with, uh, with Jimmy Smith. And uh, this team is pretty close. I think I only had, maybe had three other players. I think instead of Joseph uh, Suwali'i, I think I had Daniel Tupo in there. Um, halfback, I had Ben Hunt because I, I thought he was going to take out the Deli M um, with Nico as a you know, very close second mm. um, with Cleary. Um, I had, instead of Kikau, I had Isaiah Papali'i in the back row with Jeremiah Nanai. Mm. Um, and I think I had so, I had Joseph Tarpane, uh in in the front row with one other player rather than Payne Haas. So, um, yeah, it would have been four four different players in there compared to my team last week. So yeah, I, I actually yeah, it's it's a great footy side, isn't it? When mm. you look at it, and and you know, not saying that the the four that are in there instead of mine are are wrong or should or don't deserve to be there because they do they had outstanding seasons. So that's a that's a pretty good looking. Dally M team to me. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I, I think it's it's really good. I think, um, I guess the only, I, I think everyone that's there definitely deserves to be there. Alex Johnson, obviously, third year in a row top try scorer. I reckon yeah. um, Tupo would have been putting pressure on that spot. Yep. Um, I also reckon uh, Appy Coruscant, I thought Harry Grant might put a bit of pressure there. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, I think towards the end of the year, 
we really started to see how impactful Api Korosawa is. I, I almost feel like him going to the bench has made everyone realise the difference he brings to the side. Yeah. Because you can see, you know, usually when he starts, it's like, oh, this is what the Panthers like. Whereas you can mm-hmm. see what they look like without him starting. And, what, and as yes. soon as he comes on, they completely change. Yeah. And it's been a, a pretty big move, hasn't it, from uh, Ivan Cleary to do so. And, and they put Mitch Kenny in there pretty early because he, he's quite aggressive mm. type of player. And, I, and we'll get into that a bit deeper, you know, talking about the game this weekend. But, yeah, uh, the, the impact that Coruscant has had in this final series when he's come off the bench, um, it's been huge. And, and they're a completely different side. But the system that, that they have at the moment with him coming off the bench, it's working for them. Mm. So... I don't know. Does it change this week? I'm oh, sure. mate, it's going to be real. I, <laughs> I'm so excited. Battle of the West, and they're actually, yeah. you know, I feel like some grand finals. We'll get to it. I'll just say quickly. I feel like some grand finals. There's not really many tactical things that you would look at and go, "This can change. This can change." They're all kind of like set in their thirteen. Whereas yeah. I feel like, you know, the fact that Appy may not start and Mitch Kenny may start, Nathan Brown being on the bench instead of Bryce Cartwright. There's some real tactical things that we can talk about later in the show. Um, just quickly. Todd Payton, Coach of the Year, yep. uh, is this, you know, pretty pretty on song? Or do you think maybe Ivan Cleary, if he goes back-to-back, maybe he should have won it? Or, you know, what do you reckon? Well, I think I think it's, it's mainly off where the Cowboys have come from mm. um, and where they ended up this year in, you know, sitting uh, in, in the top four spot and, and played in a, a home prelim final. I think that's, that was really what got Toddy home as Coach of the Year. Um, you know, because it's quite a significant jump, wasn't it? And, and I guess, you know, it's it's easy to overlook Ivan's uh, work mm. um, as head coach of Penrith because that's probably the most difficult thing to do yeah. is to is to stay at the top and now to be playing in three consecutive grand finals rather than being at the bottom and really the only way is up um, from where the Cowboys were. I think that whether they finished 15th or something, um, you know, so... But I think it's great reward for what he did there. You know, he turned them around. I don't think many people had the Cowboys even playing finals, let alone finishing top four. So for the work that he did with that young group in particular, um, you know, Chad Townsend coming up uh, from the Sharkies and to have them play the way they did across that season was was pretty impressive. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm happy for Todd Payton. I think it's well-deserved that he got that Coach of the Year award. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.